Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Does prison have the effect of rehabilitating people? Does it have a positive effect in our society? In other words, is it of any value to spend all of that time trying to get somebody to go in prison? And when they come back, are they better people? Does 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 prison keep its promise of rehabilitating um, offenders? And uh, that's how that's what we hope to traverse um, this evening. And then, if you're listening, obviously, um, there's there's a lot to take home, and, and I certainly look forward to to some of the things that one can take home. Let me welcome my guest, uh, an ex-offender, Bidumelo uh, Makobe. Uh, Bidumelo, good evening, and thank you very much for talking to me this evening. Good evening. And also another ex-offender, Melda Leshalabe. Um, thank you very much, Melda, for talking to me as well. Melda, are you there? And um, all right, so, we'll, so hopefully we'll get a better line. But let me also welcome... Um, um, uh, somebody who is um, with me in the studio uh, haven't had anybody in the studio for quite some time because of COVID-19 but I can assure you despite what the pictures might suggest we are social distancing and therefore we're taking all the precautions to, to be safe uh, and that is Deniko uh, Slajwayo Deniko thank you very much for, for talking to me this evening thank you for having me aye, aye. and Deniko uh, is from uh, Lead Me As I Lead You movement and uh, and I know you know we offline we had a bit of a chat about the work that you do and it's also been a rough year for you and uh, maybe we'll also use this opportunity to talk to corporate South Africa and say hey listen man you know there's still a job to be done uh, notwithstanding the effects of what's been happening let me just kick off with you Bitumelo. um I mean maybe tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are and as you maybe tell us the circumstances that led to you going to prison in the first place Bitumelo. Ah, yes. Yes, ma'am. Hmm. Oh, was that for me? Yes, yes, yes. I thought about that. No problem. Um, I was um, incarcerated from 2011 mm. um, until 2014. My crime at the time was um, fraud, but then it was um, reduced to theft. Um, I used to work for an insurance company, one of the um, famous insurance companies in the country, Yes. as a claim consultant. Mm-hmm. And so I was in charge of, of procurement, procurement of suppliers and, and, and getting them onto the insurance database. Yes. So what happened was um, when I used to work with suppliers, sometimes um, we, would, we would inflate the prices mm-hmm. of the claim. And we would have a deal with the supplier to say that, look, if it's a claim, maybe for household goods, and it's about, let's say, roughly 30000 if I'm going to approve this claim, then um, you would give me a cut of maybe about 5000 or something like that. Mm. And so that, that, that's how it went on. But then um, what really got me inside prison was the fact that when I was loading all the information for the suppliers, I was then married to my ex-husband. And we had our own financial struggles in the home. And he said to me, look, you are in charge of procurement. Why don't I register a company, a building construction, and maybe you can put me under in the database of the company, and then when the claims pop up for the area that maybe I would have chosen, then you would allocate me the claims, or your subordinates will allocate you claim, uh, allocate me some claims. Mm-hmm. And I did that. But then the wrong thing about me doing that was that once you decide to put a family member on the 
procurement side in your company, mm-hmm. you were supposed to disclose to the company. Mm-hmm. I never did that. Mm-hmm. And so he became part, he became, um, he, he was on the database. He got the claims. He, he was paid. You know, everything was done according to the book. But the fact that we had, we had a very, very rocky marriage. And it, it got to a point where I, when I wanted to step out of the relationship, and he would use some blackmailing tendencies to say that if you leave me, um, I'm going to report you. Even though, even though he was, he was part of the sheesh, the scheme. Yeah, he was. He was getting the money. I was getting the money from my other contacts and 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 uh, contractors. Yes. And whatever he he was getting legally or legitimately in in, in the home, so the insurance company was not coming into the house. So you want a question like. We paid you 40000 Why are you not paying for the house? Why am I still paying for the car? Why, what are you doing with your money? And that led to arguments in the house to say that, no, that's my money, that's my company, and all that. So eventually I got tired of that. And I said to him, look, I'm, 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 I'm leaving you. And he said, no, if you dare leave me, then I'm going to report you. And he knew that once I leave him, automatically I'm going to remove him from the database mm-hmm. because of now he, he no longer benefits, he no longer benefit from mm-hmm. that. And so that's the, I left him. Little did I know that he meant what he said. You, it wasn't. But it wasn't an empty threat. No, it wasn't an empty threat. It wasn't an empty threat. And so little did I know that he, he meant that. And when I left and I, and, and I moved in with my parents, with my children, he literally said to me, "You will regret this." And I didn't even see it. I was only charged and arrested a year later after I was separated from him. Mm. What he did. He went to my company because of I instructed all my subordinates to say I get to move this um, this guy from the panel. Mm. You can't keep you can't keep on giving him claims, and I knew the reasons why I'm saying that. Mm. So we removed him from the panel. He became angry, and he went to my company and sat down with my bosses and told them the whole story that he, she's getting um, kickbacks, she's inflating the claims with certain suppliers, and automatically was under investigation. And I did not even know that while I'm working for the company, I was under investigation. A friend of mine took me off to say that you, the, the questions that are asking a lot of questions about you. Hmm. And so I didn't take note of anything up until my suspension. And this is when I realized that something is fishy here. And so I didn't even go to a hearing or anything. I just absconded from the company. I left. Hmm. Now, a year later, a case was brought. Uh, I got a call from an investigating officer to say that, hey, you need to come and report to the commercial crimes unit. Mm. And then I was like, wow, you know, it, it took me a month. They phoned me again the second month, and I said to me, look, when, we don't want to come and arrest you. Let's come and see us at our offices. Um, then I disclosed at home, I told my parents that, hey, I've got a problem. And they accompanied me there when I got there. That's when I was told that um, a certain company has opened up a fraud um, case against you. They gave me the file, I went through my claims, and I checked myself, but then we worked on the premises, yes. They reappointed the assessor to go and assess all those houses and all those buildings that we worked on to say that this claim was 10000 it was related to 60000 So there was the rest of the money. That's where my charge came in. Mm. So I was arrested. And so what was the, so the, 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 what you were ultimately convicted for, how much was it for? What, what did they manage the to prove? Amount, According to the file, at that time, was seven hundred and fifty thousand. My God! And how much did you, in fact, take? How much? How much did you, in fact, steal or defraud? Or? 
I, you know, I, I can't even put my finger on it because of the money came in big and pieces. It's not the money that I took physically from the system. It is the money that you pay to a certain supplier and you say to him after work, please withdraw my 10,000, I'll come and pick it up. Mm, cash. Yes. That's how it was. Now, no, man, no money went into my account. Mm. My account was clean, only my salary went in. So we would meet at the restaurant, you know, they would give me money and I would use it. You know that kind of money, you can't even track, you can't even deposit. I, so I don't know how much, how much. I can't even say how much I, I spend on that. Sure. All right. I, I, I want to touch on another uh, um, story and, and, you know, maybe just uh, bring uh, uh, Melda Leshalabe. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.